In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. So this Thursday, our young professionals met again for fellowship and a faith discussion. And yet again, I found it challenging and subtle to prepare for. The first challenge is we want people to be free to pop in and pop out of this so you never know who is coming, sometimes seven and sometimes 17. The second is the venue. We meet at restaurants to establish an informal bond around a table together, but sometimes the table is 40 feet long and sometimes there's a live band and you can't hear what anyone is saying. Not great for intimate discussion. And then, though, the biggest challenge is a challenge of demographics. A funny thing happened a few years ago. Our regular young professional professionals' meetings uh, got messed up by COVID. We couldn't meet. But in the long term, the real culprit was not COVID, it was actually marriage. Marriage was a problem because our regular members, they all got married and some had kids. Most of them still come to church, thank God, but less to these gatherings. They're still young, they're still professional, but they've entered into a different sacramental stage of life, I guess. And I think I mourned this loss for a few months, but this last meeting I decided to embrace it fully. We did a record number of marriages last year at St. Hogope, and we're on track for the same this year. So I want to keep that marriage train moving forward. So the topic of our meeting this Thursday, I decided, would be premarital preparation. And I'll open this sermon with the same question I opened with these young professionals at the meeting. Is marital preparation valuable, I asked them, when most of you don't have a serious boyfriend or a girlfriend? And now I ask you as St. Hugo parishioners, is marital preparation valuable if you've been married for 20 years? If you decided not to get married at all? If you've been married, and divorced or married and widowed and live alone now? The answer, I believe, to all of these questions is a resounding yes. Marital preparation is essential at any stage and in any stage, and something that we can and should do from age three to age 93. And if we do, if we do, we find richness in our relationships in this life forever forward. And the reason is this. It hinges on two definitions of two very big words, love and marriage. Cue the Frank Sinatra music, love and marriage. As is often the case, our society's understandings of these words, love and marriage, is just the palest reflection of what their full significance is for our kingdom calling. Let's start with love. Our society often tells us it's something we deserve, something we fall into, something magical that happens when we find the right person. Now, these ideas aren't totally false. They're just the first baby step of love, I would say. It's young love that we fall into passively, that rescues us, that connects us with the perfect person. But most all of us know that true love is much less interested in taking and is more interested in giving. True love isn't found external to you at all. 
It's developed internally with God so you have something to offer your partner, your family, the church, the world. It's not about falling in love, it's about rising in love. And of course, the one who rose the highest in love. And this self-giving love was, of course, our Lord Jesus Christ. A love which Paul describes, and you know this passage from any wedding you've been to in your own wedding from Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 13, this love is patient. It's kind. It's not proud. It's not self-seeking. The message, translation of the Bible, which I love, artfully sums up this great love with something you can frame on your wall, you can pin on your social media page, you can tattoo on your arm, I give you permission. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. Think about Jesus. Did he want more lovable disciples? He got strong-headed fishermen. He got you and me, and yet he loves us to the end. Didn't Jesus want a less torturous path to salvation and glory? Yes, he said so much. And yet he embraced his cross and he loved us to the end. So here then is the first reason premarital preparation is relevant for all people at all times because we often get stuck in a definition of love that is much smaller than God calls us to be. The second reason that premarital preparation is useful for me and all people at all times hinges on the word marriage. One of our star young professionals, and there's many stars in there, immediately pointed out that marriage isn't just between husbands and wives. We get married to lots of things in our lives. This young man is getting married to his profession as a healer and a doctor. I, in many ways, am married to this church. Many artists are married to their craft. They'll sing, they'll paint, act, they will act in good times and in bad for richer or for poorer, usually for poorer. Many of us feel married to our homelands, America or Armenia, or in some cases both. Marriage is a bond. It's a yoke of commitment that you promise to serve a vocation, a country, an ideology, another person in sickness and in health until death do you part. And if we wish to have a fruitful life, we're supposed to be married in these different ways. To have, as the same writer of the message put it, a long obedience in the same direction. What beautiful words. A long obedience in the same direction. And how countercultural that is today where people spend an average of 10 months at a job instead of 10 years, where singers go instantly viral on YouTube instead of honing their craft to empty rooms for 10 years. It's much harder to make commitments in relationships that last, but if you've ever stuck out a tough job or a tough relationship, you know it's infinitely more rewarding. And just as with love, the highest example, of course, of marriage is given by our Lord. And it's recalled in scriptures and the sacraments of our church. Pay attention every Sunday in the morning when we begin. We recall Jesus, the groom who is married to his bride, 
us, his church. And just as Jesus loved his disciples to the end of his earthly life, he has pledged to love our ancestors, you and I, our progeny, through the ages to the end of time. So this is why I think we all benefit from marital preparation anyway, anytime, because marriage to work, to others, to God himself is a sacramental bond, and it's specially blessed by God with something special in it for you and I. But we can only be formed and transformed by this bond if we prepare and discipline ourselves to expect and endure the ups and downs of these relationships. And the key to that transformation is to cultivate within ourselves that profound love, the love demonstrated by Christ. Because that's truly a love that doesn't want what it doesn't have. Totally confident in God and therefore in itself. And we cultivate this love nowhere else but with God within ourselves. The fruit of a long obedience in the same direction to our families, to our work, to God's kingdom calling now and always. And on the ages of ages, amen.